Today's daf is daf Lamed Tes, page 39 in the Heilige Masech Saita. We are on daf Lamed Tes and we're up to Amar Rava Bar Ravuna, which is the third line from the top of Lamed Tes, Amar Aleph. Here we go. So Rava Bar Ravuna says, now until now the sugi has been discussing, the, uh, the Gemara has been discussing the sugi of Kaihanim, the halachas of Kaihanim, the, the, what they need to, the situation they need to be in in order to dochen. And now we're going to go a little off topic and then bring the conversation back around to Berchus Kainim. So here we go. We're going to get a little bit in, into the halachas of a Besa Knesses. When you have a Sefer Torah, open in Shul, listen closely. You're not allowed to get involved in a conversation. Even if you're involved in the Shnamar, as it says, when it is open, when you start reading from a Torah, everybody stands there. And when you stand there, what it means is silently. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're standing there and you're listening to the Sefer Torah. As it says, I was achila, I yearned, I waited. Because nobody spoke. When they stood, nobody responds. Another source, the ears of all people are towards the Sefer Torah. When you have a Sefer Torah that is open in shul, people are supposed to focus on what that Sefer Torah is teaching me and not be focused on any other conversation, even if it is for a Devar Halacha. V'yomar Levi and Levi says, Kol If a Kayan does not wash his hands, listen to this, Yisa as Kapov. Let's say you have a Kayan who they, they get to Ritzei. They get to Ritzei in Shul. And the uh, Chad says, "No, Ritzei Hashem Eloikeinu." Yeah, he's got rangaton, and the Kain's like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't wash my hands." The halacha is, "Zok the Gemara, Lo Yisa es Kapov." He's not allowed to duchen Shemar, as it says, "Suy dechim kodesh." You lift up your hands in kedusha, and then uvarchu es Hashem. Then you're able to to um, uh, give the bracha of the Rebbeinu. Shalu Tamid of Azerbi Lazar ben Shemua, the Tamidim Asher of Lazar ben Shemua, Bamearachta Yamim, with what were you Zaychet to Arichas Yamim? Now, Chevra, I want to pause and listen closely. There's a very important idea. When Yidin give each other a bracha for a long life, we say to each other, you should be Zaychet to have Arichas Yamim. Why don't we say you should be Zaychet for Arichas Shonim? What's the difference between Arichas Yamim? Long days and arichas shonim, long years. The difference is, long years means to breathe on planet earth. Long days means productive days. When you didn't give each other brachas, we don't just give a bracha that you should be zeichet, bezohundet and tzvansek, arichas shonim. We're giving a much deeper bracha. Shbi zeichet arichas yomim till 120 means Till 120, you should be zeichet not only to be breathing and to be alive on planet Earth, but your days should be long. The days should be productive. That's an afternoon. So the Tamidim asked their Rebbe, what did you do to be zeichet to have a productive life? Omar Lahem, Rabbi Allah ben Shemua said to them, My entire life, listen to this. I never 
made a shul and never used it as a shortcut. Now, what's a shul? So literally, you're not allowed to make a, a shul into a shortcut. Yet, if it if it's, uh, saves you a few minutes, instead of walking around the shul to walk through, you can't just walk through a shul. That's why the halacha states that if you ever need to walk through a shul for whatever reason it is, to use the restroom, to get to the parking lot, so either you sit down to make use of the shul, or you recite psukim, you say a tefillah as you walk through the shul, but you need to use the shul for, for a dava ruchni, for a spiritual matter. You don't just walk through a shul for my own personal benefits. He says, I never use the shul. Now in a broader, in a broader term, how this applies to our uh, personal lives on a daily basis, what he's saying is, I never tried to find shortcuts in ruchnias. And the truth is, it's, you can't find shortcuts in ruchnias. But the way I was zaycha to arichas yomim, to productive days, is I never looked for shortcuts in ruchnias. I worked. I never stepped on the heads of holy people. What does it mean, step on the heads? So Rashi explains that the way the Bate, the, the Bate Medrash were set up is that the Talmidim would sit lower, on lower benches or on the floor, and the Rebbe would sit higher up. Now, sometimes the Rebbe would come in after the Talmidim were already sitting there. And then the, what do you have to do? You have to step over some of the Talmidim to get to your... Place. He said, I always made sure not to step over my Talmidim. Now, figure, uh, literally and also figuratively, what this means is, I never used another, I never stepped on another Yid to get to my place. Sometimes people feel that if you want to be Matzliach, you want to achieve a position, get a Steller, whatever it is, get a position, step on other people. He says, I never used the shul as a shortcut. I was makbid on my binadum lamakam. No shortcuts in my ruchnias. And I also never stepped over another yid to get to where I am. And I also, apparently he was a kayan, and he says, I never duchened without making a bracha first. What a bracha first does to a mitzvah is it establishes that I know what I'm doing. A bracha is done over You make a bracha prior to the performance of a mitzvah. Why do we make a bracha prior to the performance of a mitzvah? What's the what's the idea over there? To put ourselves into the headspace, into the space of I'm mindful. I know what I'm doing. I understand what's happening here. He says when I gave brachas to people, and specifically when I gave the brachas kahuna. I made a bracha first. I knew what I was doing. It was with complete ava, complete love. I set myself up. I prepared myself. My mavarich, what is the bracha? Mamish, the bracha that we know about. To, to bless Klau Yisrael with love. Ki akar karei, when the kayin goes up, my amar, what is the kayin supposed to say as he goes up to give the bracha to Klal Yisrael? Yihiratzai milfanecha, Hashem aleikeinu, may it be your will, Hashem, shetehi bracha zu, this bracha, shetzivi sonu, that you commanded us, levarech hasamcha Yisrael, la yeheba mechshol v'yavayin, there shouldn't be any sort of mechshol, any anything go wrong, or a stumbling block, 
that happens through my bracha. This is such a beautiful idea, Hevra. Everything in life has a trade-off. We discuss this all the time. This comes up in Daf all the time. The greatest blessings can be the greatest curse. When a person is blessed and gifted with a talent, that talent can be used mamish to make a kiddush Hashem and to bring about kvayt shemayim to glorify Hashem's name. And the talent could be used to a person's detriment. When a person has a blessing from a kayin, whether it's a blessing of wealth, whether it's a blessing of protection, it's a blessing with all of Hashem's blessings, the kayin says, please, he, he gives his own bracha. This is so beautiful. Hashem, let my bracha be fulfilled in a way that it doesn't lead to the detriment of, an, of, a, of a yid. That my bracha to the yidin should also not have a trade-off. Not chas v'shalom come out in a negative way. Yeah? For, for me, myself. Every, every bracha that comes to a person, and, and yeah, it could apply to other people as well. But any gift, any blessing that a person has can be used to one's detriment. If a person is gifted with intellect, it could be used to his detriment if he doesn't use it properly. If a person's gifted with wealth, it could be the greatest bracha. It could be a person's greatest downfall. A person's gifted with talents. Use it appropriately. Are they right? So the Kayan's making a bracha. Fine. And when the Kayan finishes his bracha with the tzibur, giving a blessing to the, to the, to the uh, Kehillah, my Yomar, what does the Kayan say? Rav Chista said to Rav Ukva, no, you uh, give a draw. He says, Rabbanu Shalaylam, Asinu Masha Gazarta Aleinu, We've now done what you've decreed. You've asked us to give a bracha to Klal Yisrael. Please, I say imanu masha hiftachtanu. Top of Amad Beis. Do with us, kemaisha hiftachtanu, as you promised us. Which is, hashkifa ma'in kodshcha min hashamayim v'gaymer. Look down and see that when Yidin have ahava towards each other, and there's this bracha that you commanded us to give, that all the brachas of that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu connects with and has should uh, should uh, come down on Klal Yisrael. Beautiful. Amar of Chista of Chista says, When the Kahanim give the bracha, they should not bend their knuckles. They should not bend their fingers. Until they turn away, so they're keeping the Kahanim are keeping their heads, their hands shoulder height. Okay. And and they keep their fingers flat until they turn away from the tzibur, and then they're permitted to uh, they're permitted to uh, bend their hands. In other words, you you keep your hands raised until you're completely done. You don't like run away from the bracha. Amar of Zera, Amar of Chista, the baltfila, the one leading the the one leading the davening, is not allowed to say kai hanim until the tzibur no longer is saying ami. Meaning, you got to be very careful that each part, each party involved in the bracha is completed. So, so um, the baltfila has to finish, the kahanim need to finish, the tzibur needs to finish. 
So the the chazan says like this, and everybody says I'm the more. Then the chazan say Baruch Atoasha. But when the if the chazan says Baruch you you can't run at it. You can't start saying Baruch Atoasha until the word Koyanim is completed. And also the tzibur needs to be very careful. There's halacha lemaisa. There's this mamish what we need to be careful about. The tzibur should not answer amen to. Amen. Do not say Amen before the Kayan finishes the Yishmerecha. Sometimes we're a little too quick to say Amen. Amen. Wait. You're not allowed to say Amen until until the Kahanim have completely finished their uh, their words. You can't continue on to the next. Phrase of the brachas at sheikh l'amin mitzibibiyatzibur until the amin from the tzibur is done. So here we go. The kohanim say yivarechecha Hashem beyishmerecha. Pause. Everybody says amin. When everybody completely says amin, then the chazan the kohanim could continue on with yaher. But you wait for everybody to completely finish. Yomar of Zera, Amar of Chista, and a kind of Mishnah lahachzer penayim in a tzibur. The kohanim are not allowed to turn away. From the tibor, until the shliach tibor starts the bracha of sim shalom. Okay, so they so shalom, amen. Then the chazan says sim shalom tevo bracha. As he says that, that's when the kahanim are supposed to turn around. They're not allowed to leave the duchening uh, platform until after the shliach tibor has completed the chazara sashats. Continuing on the teachings of Rav Zera, quoting Rav Chista, the tibor is not allowed to say Once we're mentioning about the brachas kayanim, now we're going to talk about the Kriyas HaTayra. So you do not say Amen until the, the uh, Bracha, the Bracha Satayra, is completely finished from whoever's called up for the Aliyah. And the Balkaire cannot get into the Psukim of the Tayra, start reading Here's how it works. You get an Aliyah. Okay, you say, after you completely finish the bracha, the tzibur says, Amen. After they completely say, Amen, then the one who said the bracha, usually was the balkari, nowadays we have different balikari, then he could start. But you have to wait for the tzibur to complete your Amen. And also, they used to have interpreters, translators, um, who, who would uh, explain the Psukim to the Kehila. He, he was not allowed to start explaining the Psukk. Everybody should wait for the other one to completely finish. This, by the way, is referring to. On Shabbos, we have seven aliyahs to the Torah. The eighth aliyah is maftir. Why do we have an eighth aliyah? Why? The Gemara says there's seven aliyahs on Shabbos. Why do we have a maftir? Because of this Gemara. Here we go. 
Rav Tanchum says in the name of Rishum Alevi, Hamafter ben Navi, if you're going to start reading Navi for the Tzibor, Tzoruch sheyikra b'tairat chila. You have to first read from the Torah. Why? Because we're not going to call up seven people to the Torah and then one person for Navi and make it look like Navi is the same as the Chamisha Chumshay Torah. Rather, if we're going to call somebody up, he has to first be called up for the Chamisha Chumshay Torah like everybody else. And then he's going to get into the nothing. We're not just going to call him up for nothing. Because then people are going to make a mistake. Again, Maisha Rabbeinu's Nevuah and the Chamish Chumshtaira was directly from the Rabbani Shleilam through Maisha's mouth. So we don't want the two to be put into the same category. So we want everybody to know the Torah is the Iker. Chamish Chumshtaira is the Iker. It's the main thing. You also, this Allah Lamaisa, you're not allowed to start with the Haftira until the Taira scroll has been rolled up and covered. You have to wait for it to be, um, you have to wait for it to be uh, completely covered. Okay. Lost the place, sorry. The Shliach Tzibur, the Balkare, is not allowed to um, is not allowed to start preparing the Sefer Taira when the Sefer Taira is taken out. Okay? Which means that any beautification or preparation that goes into the Sefer Torah before the Torah reading has to be taken care of prior. You don't keep a tzibur waiting. The same way there's Kavad Torah, there's Kavad tzibur, and Kavad tzibur. It's a disrespectful to keep uh, to to keep people waiting while you're trying to beautify uh, something that could have been done prior. What is this teaching me? Derech Eretz is. To be concerned about people's time. It's derech Eretz. Sometimes it's out of our control. But the truth is. The truth is. That. You know. And this is something that. That uh, I struggle with personally. Right. When people have uh, schedules. and eh? So you try your best to, to be. To, to be in a place on time. And to start on time. But let's say you start two minutes late. You say it's not a big deal. True it's not a big deal. However. However. It is a big deal. Because it's two minutes of somebody's life that you kept them waiting. And the Misa, it's not proper Derech Eretz. If you could have done it a different way, we should try our best. Also, you're not allowed to walk out of the shul. Once the Sefer Torah has been taken out, nobody should walk out of the shul until the Torah is completely done and put back into the Aron Kaidish. Ushmul Amar and Shmuel says, Ad until the Sefer Torah left the shul. Now, what does that mean? The light league is no machlekes over here. Hadik pischa achrina depends if there's another exit. Hadalacha pischa achrina, and the other halacha is when there's no other exit. Which means when there's two exits, then it's not disrespectful to walk out before the the Sefer Torah has been carried out. You don't walk in front of a Sefer Torah, but if there's two exits. You're not walking out before the Sefer Go out the other way. Let the Sefer could be carried out and therefore it's not a sign of disrespect. Amarava, Barahina, Asberli, Barahina, 
explained it to me. Wow. Follow after Hashem, your God. Okay? Beautiful. At the time that the Kayahanim or what should the Yidin say? Now that the Kahanim are standing there and they're giving us a bracha, we know what the Kahanim are saying. They're asking, they're saying, please let our brachas that we give affect the Yidin properly. What are the Yidin saying? Omar of Zira, Omar of Chista, Baruchu Hashem, Malachov, Hashem should bless his Malachim, Gibere Kayach, who are strong, the Gaimer, etc., etc. Baruchu Hashem, Hashem should bless, cults above all of his soldiers, legions, Misharsov, those who serve him, Isay Ritzainai, and do his will. Baruchu Hashem, blessed is Hashem, call Maisev, everything that Hashem has made. In every place, is his rulership. My nefesh blesses the Rabbi Shabbata On Shabbos Musuf, what would they say? So apparently, the Gemara is assuming that that tefillah that we say um, and, and everything we've been discussing is when the Kahanim give their brachas during Shachris. By brachas kainim of Shachris. What happens by Musaf? There's also, there's also Yivarech Hashem Yishmerecha by Musaf. Now, practically speaking, this might seem as a surprise to us. But if you think about it, every Shabbos morning, we say brachas kainim both in the Shachris, Chazar Sashatz, Chazar repetition, and in the Musaf repetition. So the Kahanim are going to give us the brachas twice. So we know what happens the first time. What happens by Musaf? On Shabbos, Mahim Ma'imrim Amravasi Ravasi says, Shira Malois in a Bark was Hashem, Kolab de Hashem, Vegaimem. Shira Malois, he may behold Barku as Hashem. Who should bless Hashem? Anybody serving their Banshlam, Suidechim Kaidesh, raise up your hands, Uvarku as Hashem. Barak Hashem Itziain, Shaykhin Rushalayim, Hallelujah. The name of Nami, Yvrach Hashem Itziain, the Chsev Bahu and Yon, Yvrach Hashem Itziain. Is also in the same. Um, it's also uh, uh, in the same parak. You have the same expression of Yivarecha. So w- why don't we? Uh, why don't we include it? Since we began giving the bracha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which is everybody should bless the Rebbeinu Shlaim. Misayim bebrachayis of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We also. So we're going to end. With the blessings of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, meaning, meaning, what the Gemara is explaining here is like this: Yidden bless Hashem, and Hashem blesses Yidden. It's a two-way street. That's the beauty of the relationship. So, since we're already dealing with the with the psukim of um, Yidden blessing Hashem by saying Baruch Hu as Hashem, then to end it by saying, "Oh, and Hashem should bless us," would be inappropriate. Once we talk about us blessing Hashem, we should be like, that's enough. You don't do, give to somebody and then end off, yeah, you know why I said this to you? Because I expect something back, right? So we're going to end off by us, as Kal Yisrael, blessing the Rebbe On a Tainis, on Mincha, we also have Birchas Kayanim. 
My Amri, what do the Yidin say on, ta- on Mincha Tainis? Omar Bar Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, Imavaneinu Onu Bonu, if our Avainus, if our Averus, Onu Bonu, say about us, Hashem, Asay Laman Shemecha, meaning if our Averus say that Tenler isn't worthy of the Brachis, then what we need to do is, and this is beautiful, do it. We have to just we have to remind ourselves to do everything for the Rebbeinu When we know to do things for Hashem, even if we have averus, doesn't it, it doesn't impact the bracha? The bracha can still be affected because I know that despite my averus, I'm here for the Rebbeinu And that bond, like we learned yesterday, there's no such thing as a mechitza divider between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That bond. Is is there even if our sins are testifying against us? Mikveh Yisrael, the hope for of Bnei Yisrael, Maishiyai is going to save us. But Eis Tzara, the time of Tzaras, remember it's a timeless, right? It's a fast, so it's a Tzara. So the the hope of Yisrael, who is the Rebbeinu Shalom, should save us in this time of Tzara. Lama tia Why should the Rebbeinu Shalom be like a ger in the land? Why should he be like a stranger? Lama keish nidam. Why should he be like a man who's who's bewildered, kegibar like a strong person, who is not able to save? Which means Hakadosh Baruch Hu obviously could uh, take care of everything, and certainly does take care of everything. So our bracha is that we're we're having brachas kainim now. Shabbos mincha. I'm sorry, tainus mincha. It's an esara rebbeinu for your own sake. For your own sake, let everything. Uh, let uh, please bring the Yeshua, bring the salvation. B'ne'ilah, top of tomorrow's daf, and we'll end with this. B'ne'ilah do yuma dikipure. What about b'ne'ilah on Yom Kippur? Also, there's brichas kainim. My Omar, what do the Yidin say? Omar marzutra b'amila b'masnisa. Hinei, behold, ki chen yevayrech. Gever yirei Hashem. A person who fears Hashem has a bracha. Yivarecha Hashem itziyin ureit tov Yerushalayim kol yemechayecha. Hashem gives Hashem's brachas all source from tziyin. You should look at the goodness of Yerushalayim all the days of your life. Ureyevanim levanecha. And may you see children born to your children, descendants, meaning Yidden continuing to do the ratzon Hashem. Shalom al Yisrael. There should be peace on. Uh, there should be peace on Yisrael. So the Gemara says that we've gone through Shachris, Musuf, Mincha, Neila, the intentions and the Psukim that are supposed to be recited by the Yidin to keep the mindset of the Brachas. Now we're going to hold it here for today. Bezam, tomorrow we're going to continue on and the Gemara is going to ask, there's only so much time, right? In other words, the Kahanim are going up by Ritzay. They're going to give us the bracha. They're busy giving us the bracha. We need to respond, Amen. And now the Gemara is telling us like there's psukim that the Yidin need to have throughout the Brachas When do we say these psukim during Brachas How does this, uh, uh, you know, how does it fit in to the system of Brachas is there is there supposed to be a pause somewhere? Maybe after an Amen? Maybe before we start, maybe all the way at the end. When's it all put in? 
Tomorrow, Bezrim, we're going to get into the differences of opinion of when these psukim are supposed to be uh, put in. We'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, Chavra. Uh, Gitte Nacht.